0: Hi, hey, uh, this is Trice Brown, multimedia editor for the Auburn Plainsman, and welcome to Public Hearing.
1: And I'm Caroline Craig, the community reporter.
0: So Caroline, how was uh, the City Council meeting this week?
1: It went pretty well. It was pretty interesting. They talked about the Comp 280 plan, 230 plan, um, and they also discussed the uh, facilities that they're doing for environmental services and public works.
0: Well, cool. Uh, we'll be right back.
1: Hey,
2: this is Miley, podcast editor for the Auburn Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support this organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right hand corner that says donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local editorially independent journalism right here in Auburn. Thank you so much in advance. Now back to the show.
0: So, Caroline, at the meeting this week, they talked a lot about the U.S. 280 focus area study plan.
1: Yeah. So this study was created in February 2018 and it's completed in the spring of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's updates and amendments that were introduced by Councilmember Beth Witten and Kelly Riswold. And that's for two areas on Shelton Mill Road and um, on Heath Road near Highway 280. Mm-hmm. And so um, the Planning Commission wants to update from rural zoning to limited residential within those um, areas within the study. And then a master makes plan use for the Shelton Mill Road
0: parcel. Wait, so I guess, what exactly is this study doing? Like, like what is it?
1: So the study is... For the city to um, figure out their future use for land outside of Auburn, Mm -hmm. Um, what they can do with that land and how they can section it out.
0: So this land is not in Auburn right now? No, it's
1: outside the city city limits.
0: Okay, so is it... Are they, is it eventually going to become a part of Auburn or what's the deal with that?
1: Um, the plan is that it will be annexed in the future, which means that it will be a part of the city limits. And so the f- future land use would determine the land use.
0: for the mm. Okay. So in this meeting, they uh, adopted the findings of the study. Uh, but what exactly does that mean? Like, where, what do they do with that?
1: Um, so they're adopting the focus area study into their comp plan which for 2030, which is their guiding plan for growing the city of Auburn um, into the year 2030. Mm-hmm. Um, so this can have a, quite a few um, benefits or repercussions for the people that live in those areas outside of Auburn.
0: Mm. So how exactly does... Because all of this is about, you know, how these areas around Highway Two Eighty will be zoned, um, but how does that actually affect the residents living there?
1: Um, so, if they were to do the limited residential, it could mean that they have acre low acreage, um, mm-hmm. a limit of a minimum of one acre per plot of land, um, which it's now at three acre minimum, which is the rural.
0: Okay, so with the rural zoning, then it's plots must be like a minimum. They can they cannot be any smaller than three acres. But if it were to go to uh, this residential zoning, then how 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 small could like could they be? Like how
1: um, the limit or the minimum is one acre, um, and within that area that they have sectioned off on Heath Road, that would mean um, at least.
0: 40 houses or residents can um, build in that area. Hmm. Okay. We'll be right back.
2: I'm Miley, and this is your News for the Week. On Saturday, Auburn won its first football game of the season against Akron, scoring 60-10. to 10. Head coach of Auburn's wheelchair basketball team, Rob Taylor, helped lead the Team USA to a gold medal in the Paralympics as an assistant coach. On Tuesday night, the candidates for Ms. Auburn were announced. The candidates are Lady Frances Hamilton, Peyton Hill, Asia Howard, Maddie Wellbaum, and Carly Yarbrough. As of September 3rd, East Alabama Medical Health had 91 patients hospitalized for COVID-19, which is one shy of the highest in January of 92. I'm Miley, and this has been your news for the week. Now back to the show.
0: So, Caroline, uh, what exactly did um, people have to say about uh, this plan?
1: We had a few residents come up and speak in support of the amendment for the rural zoning. Um, And Priester Bennett, she wanted to keep um, her part of town rural. She said, it's very rural. We want to keep the three-acre lot size. Mm-hmm. Um, and not make an exception for the area study plan. And that's because of the mess that they already have on Alabama State Route 147.
0: Okay. And wh- what do you mean by, like, mess?
1: If there's a lot of traffic on this one road that causes um, a lot of congestion and buildup when people are trying to get to work in the morning and at night when they're trying to get home.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is... Is this a area that is close by to Heath Road, or is it...
1: Yeah, so the area is on Heath Road, okay. Um, which Heath Road leads into um, Highway 280, mm-hmm. which is where the study plan is taking place. Um, and so it's on Heath Road, and it would um, cause a lot more congestion in that one.
0: Got it. Area. So if they were to switch to limited residential and adopt the one acre um, lot minimum, then more people could live in the area and then traffic would get a lot worse.
1: Right. So the limited residential has a minimum of one acre lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would, um, that would mean more people can live within that area if, unless it was rural, mm. um, which would cause a lot more traffic than there is
0: right. already. Because if they kept it rural, then they would keep the three acre lot minimum, so less people would be there. So did anyone else have anything to say about that?
1: Yeah, so another resident, Philip Chase, also um, agreed with and Priester Bennett, and he said um, that traffic was one of his main concerns.
2: Honestly, my biggest concern and what I've heard from the neighbors on Stonewall Road is the traffic that's there already on 147. I just see that getting so much worse. Uh, and it's one of the things that once it gets annexed in, if it is at one acre lots, I see that being a problem that won't go away. And that that is my biggest concern on this is just thinking about the traffic going forward and um, how that would be handled if that was the case. So um, I do
0: agree. I agree that uh, leaving it at three acre lots would avoid that quite a bit. So, so Caroline, uh, did anything else uh, of note happen in the meeting?
1: Yeah, so they actually had the engineering services director and city engineer Allison Frazier come up and um, present a plan for the city's environmental services and public works complexes mm-hmm. um, and so the ex- complexes are in need of more space and improvements and Dr. Uh, Fraser showed current photos and conditions of the facilities in the presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of trucks stacked up in um, garages. There was traffic signs built up. There were a lot of cramped spaces, a lot of materials that were packed into warehouses. Um, and so the fleet services building was built in the 1950s and it's actually declining in condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want to update that and expand it to comfortably accommodate all the machines that they have, which is approximately 700, and then the employees that maintain those machines for the city.
0: Okay. Uh, and so where exactly... Would this facility, like, be in the same location? Would it be in a new location? Where is that gonna?
1: Yeah, so this facility would be built off of Y Road, um, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be approximately 65 acres of land, which is much larger than the nine acres that they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, they're working on the bids for this complex range, which is 15 million to 20 million dollars. Okay. Um, and so that's to build, um, New warehouses, new food service buildings, and um, um, administration buildings on the acreage of the
0: land. Okay, so they, they're not building it yet, but they just presented the plan. If it were to be passed, then it would cost anywhere from 15 million to 20 million based on the current bids. But do we actually know? what the facility is going to look like or anything like that?
1: Yeah, so the presentation was to give the council members a better view of what they're planning, and so they actually had a very cool virtual tour of the complexes, which Mm -hmm. allowed um, Dr. Allison Frazier to move through the facility, showing off the office spaces, the warehouses, um, in a virtual setting, which was very interesting to see and offered a lot of insight into what it looked like.
0: Uh, Well, thank you so much. Uh, From the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Public Hearing. I'm Trice Brown.
1: And I'm Craig,
0: And we're signing off.